Hello and welcome back to a new episode of Music Mixdown with me, Zoe Farson. I am back, but I am not alone. I am back with another familiar voice. You may remember him from another podcast I did. My special guest today is Kyle Timus. Yes. Hello, <laughs> Hello, everyone. Yes, he is back, and I... Instead of a heated argument on whether uh, uh, Eminem versus MGK, it is now I will be asking him, what does this song really mean? So essentially, I'll be um, giving him a song, a popular song, and asking him, do you know what this song means? And he may say yes, he may say no, and give his best guess on what the song may mean, and then I will go into what the song actually means. Spoiler alert, the answer is probably going to be no more often than yes, <laughs> but that's, who knows? Yeah, that's the point, and maybe I expound some knowledge on Kyle, and maybe expound some knowledge on you, and I learned some things when looking up these songs, so. Yes, use me as your vessel through this journey of discovery of the deeper meanings of songs. Okay. <laughs> All right. First song, we're going to start with a, a classic in my mind because I'm a fan of 80s music. Um, I really hope that song is 80s. I think it is because people will be mad at me, but oh, well. Um, Every Breath You Take by The Police. Mm, yes. Well, first of all, what are your opinions on that song? Do you like that song? I do like this song. Um, the Police reminds me of um, that one scene from The Office where they are at uh, Phyllis and Bob Vance's wedding. And um, <laughs> they got uh, Kevin to uh, be like the music entertainment entertainment um, for that. And uh, his band only plays covers of the police songs. I don't know if they played this song in the show or not, but um, I'm shocked if they didn't. I don't. I mean, I haven't watched it like seven times, like you have. Yeah, but, but I I don't think this song was featured in the episode. But they also, but they did a lot of uh, songs from the police in that episode. So that's that's what I think of when I hear the police. But um, this particular song, I do like. So what do you think this song is about? So this one, I think, is like maybe like the the only one on this list where I might have some idea of the deeper meaning. Well, first of all, we'll keep a score with how we'll keep many. Keep score. Yeah. Okay. So, all right. Um, so, based on like the lyrics alone, um, you kind of get some darker tones or hints mm. uh in this song despite the kind of like groovy upbeat feel mm -hmm. of it um personally i think the deeper meaning of this is like stalking like you're like really yeah like um the story being told like like it could like like they present it as like it's a love story like every move you make every mm -hmm. step you take i'll be watching you like you're mesmerized watching somebody like yeah. on the dance floor like it's a romantic setting and everything moves on in like slow motion exactly yes yeah. but uh i think they quite literally mean like every move you make every step you take i'm watching you i'm following you <laughs> i see what you're doing yeah. i have cameras in your house type of thing yeah the song so. came out in 1983 so we're right. good Perfect. um but you are 
Correct. Yes. That song's meaning yes. um, is about a very possessive and controlling stalker as one stalker would be. Um, even like the people who made the song, they're like, this song is very like has darker undertones. Like mm-hmm. you said, um, the telltale lyrics of this theme would be the main lines that you said every breath you take every move you make every bond you break every step you take i'll be watching you i can see why people would think like oh it's just somebody infatuated with another person but it's when you think about it you're like it's a little bit more than infatuated like you said a little bit more obsessive everything you do i'm watching yeah so Congratulations, you got the first one right. right. That's, up, that's kind up of one an easy one. That's, up one yeah, we yeah. started easy on the list. I think, don't get used to this, viewers. Yeah. I think we're going to, or listeners, sorry. Um, <laughs> yeah. We're going to go downhill pretty quickly here, I, I anticipate. Yeah. But well, maybe the, not. The next one is um, one of your favorites. Okay. <laughs> you do your um, early 2000s emo boy voice. Closing. Closing time. <laughs> um. I, uh, so closing yeah. time by Semisonic. Um, yeah, this this song, as you mentioned, resonates very on a like strikes a personal chord to me because I remember I would occasionally play it mopping up the floors when uh, I used to work. Did you really? In a, yeah, and in a, in a, in a, my first job in high school was working at a pet store, and uh, part of our closing routine was to like mop up the floors and everything. Uh, Especially uh, during the winter time when all like the salt and stuff were was brought in on people's shoes, so I would sometimes <laughs> play this song Whoa. on uh, so, on my phone um, in my pocket while I was wiping up those floors, mopping them up. So, so. since you you're so familiar with this song, do you know what it's about? I do not. Do you have I, a guess? If I had to guess, I would say it's like a coming of age type of song like you're closing you're closing the time on your youth and you're you're kind of like going out into the world like you're kind of you can't you can't rely like like you don't have to go home but you can't stay here like you you You? don't you don't have to stay like you can't stay in your your youth anymore you're not extremely far off okay so what it actually means is, um, so the singer Dan Wilson, he mm. was becoming a father at the time. Oh. So um, it's closing time for his the, like bachelor days, sort of. Yeah, um, he did actually didn't tell his bandmates that that's what the song is going to be about because they oh. would get sick of him playing a song about his children. Okay. So he kind of kept it a secret, mm. but um, it's just like impending fatherhood. Like mm-hmm. the telltale lyrics for this one are closing time, time for you to go out to all the places you will be from closing time. This room won't open till your brothers or sisters come. So it's like, like you you get it like yeah. just closing time yeah becoming a father yeah that reminds that. me of like the memes that i don't know if they're still circulating now but like i feel like they're somewhat recent it's like the caption is like my dad before he had me and it's just like oh. a video of like 
Liam Neeson or like Tom Cruise like <laughs> running away from an explosion or for all the uh the Better Call Saul fans out there because mm. we just finished that uh series it's uh it's like like Lalo Salamanca and <laughs> all the evil hijinks he's he's gotten yeah. into so yeah so you you were close but I just for the sake of the game I'm not gonna count that one because you so it's so it's one zero still one zero okay yeah okay um, that's fair wait it would be one and one oh okay yeah it would yeah, be, yeah. be one and one I thought it was just a no contest thing <laughs> contrary to what you may be thinking now we know sports we know how <laughs> we just know and basic works. basic rudimentary math anyway. Uh, so moving on, another classic here, okay. um, Total Eclipse of the Heart by Bonnie Tyler. You know that one? I do know that one because it's uh, in Diary of a Wimpy Kid. I I saw it in um, Glee first because mm. I had Glee sing-along for mm. the Wii. Mm-hmm. And um, so I just know the lyrics to songs. I mean, I like them now, but I just like know to, yeah. like the, all the lyrics just because of Glee sing-along. But... Um, very yeah. very classic song good, good song. song um this one's not i mean the last two were kind of like really like deep yeah. psychological meanings yeah. but this one's kind of silly it's silly yeah what well do, what do you think it means well my I'm, I'm gonna go with my original guess um you saying it's a silly meaning kind of like makes me lose confidence Ooh. in this response but that's okay i'm still gonna say it anyway i feel like it's kind of about like death mm. like like uh okay like it, like it remind like like the eclipse imagery kind of reminds me of like somebody like reaching like an ending point in their life. Okay. Like almost like like the midnight or like the twilight years of Whoa, their life. Whoa, that's actually kind of crazy. You said twilight. Cause is, it, is it in twilight? No. Oh. Um, the songwriter of this song has admitted it's a vampire love song. Oh. So its original title was going to be Vampires in Love. Ah. So um, the lyrics are very, like, a lot of people wouldn't get that, but it's it's, it's just so funny you said Twilight. Yeah. But, um, I mean, some lyrics, every now and then I know there's no one. Okay. I'm like, <laughs> it's hard to, like, say the lyrics when you can't this Every yeah. now and then I know there's no one in the universe as magical and wondrous as you. Yeah. So it's just like, did, have you ever seen Twilight? Uh, I saw, like, the ending of, like, the last movie. <laughs> so, no. Okay. Well, it's just kind of like Bella to Edward. I know there's no one in the universe as magical and wondrous as you because you're a vampire. Yeah. A nice spooky yeah. love story for yeah. a spooky season. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so you didn't get that one, but that That's was a hard okay. that was a hard one. These yeah. are getting a little harder. Yeah, I think that like, one one is the only thing I'm gonna get. <laughs> to be honest. It's like lore of the time of like when the song was made, because like closing time was about him and his mm-hmm. life. Mm-hmm. But um, this next one is a little hint here, uh, like a time piece of what was going on at the time when they okay. made the song. Um, but like, per, like specific to them. So the next song is "Harder to Breathe" by Maroon Five. Okay. I was a I was a very big fan of Maroon Five when I was a child. As was I. Yeah. So I do know this song. Good. And this is the other one that I kind of have somewhat confidence in. Mm. Um, I re-listened to it recently. And um, 
paid a little bit more attention to the lyrics this time around. Mm. And that leads me to believe that this is a song about like an abusive type of relationship. Mm. Between like a man and a woman. Oh, I guess I didn't think about that. But I would say it's an ab- you're close, and it's an abusive relationship, but not between who you think it's in between. Mm, is it men and men? No, it's more of like man and like work. Oh, yeah, interesting. So the meaning of it, um, a lot of people thought it was about an an ex of Adam mm-hmm. Levine's, mm-hmm. but it's actually for their record label to um because their record label was pressuring them to put out a song and write more songs okay so the song in a way is retaliation interesting and uh i mean it all worked out it's a great song i mean you could definitely like feel the energy in that song too. yeah so um uh one of the lyrics to kind of go towards that theme is how dare you say that my behavior is unacceptable, so condescending, unnecessarily critical. Mm-hmm. So it can fully, fully work as a breakup song or like kind of like a revenge song if you like if somebody were in like an abusive relationship, mm-hmm. man or woman, man, man, woman to woman. But in reality, it is a group versus group. Yes. Like band versus yes. officials, toxic relationship. Yes. So... So he's writing this from the perspective of like, like the whole band's frustration mm. of being pressured by their record label. Interesting. It's getting harder and harder, harder to, to breathe. breathe. Yeah. I love that song. Um, you'll get the next one. Are you you're confident in your abilities? You're one in three. Uh, more or less. <laughs> it's a it's a hard game. More or less. I, confident. We went into this. I I was hoping you wouldn't get it. Just. Just for the sake of the yeah. of the podcast, it's they, these are hard. Like this is this is the point. You're yeah. you're just hammering home the point. What's of, it all mean? What's the point? What's the, all right? Anyway, uh, this next song, um, pretty popular, kind of like a not a flash in the pan, but people people forget it. So this next one is called "Turning Japanese" by the Vapors. Yes. Um, you're familiar? I'm not. This is the only song yeah, cause here I, that I, we have that I have not heard of prior yeah. to today. Because I had to have uh, Kyle listen to these songs just so he wouldn't be like, I don't know what that song yeah. is. But um, yeah, I this one was kind of a shock to me, but it's like the meaning behind it. It's like, well, why did you like because like the title enough like turning japanese sung by a bunch of white dudes is a little like "Hmm." (laughs) but um it's not as bad as you would think but it's just like why would you make that the title then so what's your what's your guess i'm this this is a shot in the dark for sure (laughs) um but i think it's similar to the police song where it's about some sort of like obsessive person yeah kind of like unhealthily obsessed in a relationship that is not like an actual relationship just one fabricated in the mind um like it's like they're not actually in like because they talk about like a picture like i have a picture of you Mm -hmm. um 
I don't think okay. that picture was uh, taken with consent or permission from the person that the picture is of. <laughs> um, but like like you said, like the song title and like mm-hmm. the hook, like I'm turning Japanese, I think I'm turning Japanese. I have no idea where that factors into anything here. So that's why I'm not confident in this guess. But it doesn't when I tell you, it's not going to make any more sense. Yeah. So the meaning is about like being angsty mm-hmm. and turning into something you didn't expect. So in I guess in their perspective, a white guy turning into a Japanese man. Mm. But Where, why? So like <laughs> what do you have the uh the time period of this song coming out? Let me look. Because I didn't know if it had something to do with like World War Two definitely not that okay. soon um well not necessarily at that point okay so maybe it could have been like after yeah that was my thought process it sounded like more like 80s or maybe like late 70s definitely a transitional time in america yeah so, so that's that, why i thought there could have like the japanese it had some undertones had some, yeah but it's not i didn't figure out how that would it's fit just, in so it's like yeah, make a song about angst and turning into something you didn't expect. Don't say, I'm turning Japanese. Yeah. And, like, the song starts with, like, Japanese music. And it's like, yeah. what? Like, yeah. it's just that m- true meaning of the song. It's like, I don't know. I think they were just trying to be edgy for the time. And, of course, like, in the 80s, people probably, like, ate that up still. And yeah. It's, but it's a little problematic. But the overall meaning of it isn't but just why why would you even like tread that line so um yeah that one's hard that was a confusing one um that was the one i had the least amount of confidence in like i said right but so that that knocks me down to one and four Mm -hmm. uh this one shocks people but you might get it okay so the last one here is born in the usa by bruce springsteen yes so so bruce springsteen i think is if not my dad's favorite one of his favorite mm -hmm. artists so i hope i get this right Um, we just won't have your dad listen to this um but i've definitely heard this song before because he's probably played it in the car with me before (laughs) um looking at the lyrics a little bit more closely on this one i think like you mentioned like most people are surprised with this one. I think the reasoning maybe for that is because most people view it as a patriotic song, but I think it might have like opposite mm-hmm. intentions. Yeah, because it's I think it's more of a critique of America than a celebration of America. Mm-hmm. In terms of like um, perhaps you know working class individuals and just kind of America's involvement in international affairs and stuff like Mm -hmm. that. I think there is some like lyrics that kind of relate to like some wars and stuff that we should not have been involved in. Mm. Um, That, that you're so close. The Vietnam war. Ding, ding, ding. Yes. You got it. You got there. I was like, he's building. He's going to get there. I had to build my way to it. The lyrics definitely helped me out. So I was going to kind of try to help you out. Like this song came out in 1984 and um yes. it was it is 
it's like the opposite of what yeah. people think because people yeah. use I it hear as this a song, pro-American anthem. Y- yeah, I hear like this song on like 4th games, of July and stuff like that. Like American events, like yes. football. Yes. But it is an anti-war song and addresses the harmful effects of the Vietnam War. And I I was a little shocked when I saw saw mm. that. But I honestly, like, I, I like that. I like yes. when artists do that when right. they don't go too far with mm-hmm. like I it's also know. not very on the nose either which yeah. is the point like yeah. for people to think that it is like a cele- celebration song mm-hmm. of america because of like the cheery yeah. nature behind her i guess mm-hmm. the upbeat part of it and not it being like a solemn song yeah um adds to the effect mm-hmm. of what the message of the song is yeah which I mean, you can make the argument that it backfires because not a lot of people know what the song's about, I right. guess. But maybe that's it's a just risk like, that you're willing to take. Maybe for... that's just like his point because, yeah, exactly. like, he's focusing on like the hypocrisy of everything. Exactly. So people take a song that was anti-war and turned it pro, like pro USA, yeah. like patriotism and all that. So maybe Bruce was on to something. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> and I mean. Bruce Springsteen's amazing and he's yes. a smart guy so smart guy he, and um yeah and I feel like he also knew it was gonna be a very controversial thing for him to say and his like label was probably being like you need like probably they were probably saying like don't do this at all but he was just very passionate about it so he probably found all the loopholes he could find so yeah. I that's one of the hidden meanings of songs where it's it's it, it makes me feel good I'm like it's like it has some history to it and it shows like the artist making it hidden on purpose you know what i mean yes exactly because like like the police one it the every breath you take it's it's kind of a hidden meaning it just doesn't like affect you really Mm -hmm. it's just like oh it's just about a stalker but this one it's it makes you think a little bit it makes you think makes you look in the mirror (laughs) i don't know about that (laughs) (laughs) but yeah, so two and three. Two and four. I two believe. and four. Yeah. Honestly, not as bad as I, I mean. I thought at least not as bad as I thought I would. No, do. I when I like looked all these up, I only knew the um, every breath you take one mm-hmm. and the which other one did I know. I the one that which one shocked you the most? Let's go into that question. Which one shocked me the most? Um, I think like I want to say the turning Japanese one, but Mm -hmm. I feel like that it still doesn't make sense to me. So I feel like no one would have gotten it. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So I would say probably born in the USA just because of that. Mm -hmm. Like how it's it's more it's it's probably one of the more popular ones on the Mm -hmm. list and it's used in the wrong way like these other songs aren't really supposed to be used for anything other than Mm -hmm. entertainment yeah but like we discussed like using it as a patriotic song for like Mm -hmm. fourth of july or football games whatever yeah for it to have the exact opposite meaning or intention that the artist made it for is kind of surprising to me yeah yeah this was fun i learned a lot you learned a lot i hope you yes. at home or in your car, wherever you're listening, learned a lot. Before we go, oh. if we have time for one more, I brought one. I didn't tell you this, but I brought a song. 
Whoa. with a hidden meaning. Whoa. Maybe not hidden meaning, but a deeper meaning. Whoa, I, I do not you. know this. Yes. What, what's the song? So the song is... I'm going to close my laptop. I'm yes. fully invested. The song is Wind of Change by Scorpions. Do you know what that song is about? <laughs> Just because I thought you were going to patronize me, I thought it was going to be a Machine Gun Kelly song. It is not. I was like, I thought, I thought about to my downfall. Yeah, I thought about bringing that in, but... <laughs> Um, I have you heard of this song first? Let me ask you I that. Have. Window change. Can you um give me some lyrics? I will, Just and I will also taste. give you the year it came out. I did mm. not come in with that prior knowledge, but um, okay. Let me find that real quick. So it came out in 1990. Okay. Okay. And let me get the lyrics for you. Turn of a decade. Let's 1990. See. Stuff going on. All right, so perhaps the most, uh, I think the term you was telltale lyrics. Yeah, the telltale sign. So um, in this song is, uh, take me, take me to the magic of the moment mm-hmm. on a glory night where the children of tomorrow dream away in the wind of change. And then the wind of change blows straight into the face of time like a storm wind that will ring the freedom bell for peace of mind. Those are some beautiful lyrics. They are. Um, what's the title? Wind of Change. Oh, okay. I thought it was something else. Um, is it because of like what was going on at the time in like 1990-ish? I believe so. I I don't even want to guess. I yes, this is this is um, relevant to the times. Mm. I I really like history, and I just don't want to embarrass myself of not knowing things about history, so I'm just going to take the L on this gonna one. You're just going to concede your guess? I'm going to concede my guess okay. and just let you educate me. So it is about the fall of the Soviet Union. Really? Yes. Hmm. So the Soviet Union collapsed around, like, 1988, 89. Mm-hmm. And the Scorpions wrote a song about that, the wind of change, bringing in a new change. Whoa. That's that's good. I, I, I like that. And it's, like, really, like, beautiful lyrics. And, I mean, that's just, like, when you read any song. I mean, A, the song could sound more stupid. B, the song could be, like, this is, like, poetry. This is really good. Yes. But, um, yeah, this was a very educational podcast i learned a lot i learned a lot too i appreciate you keeping my wits sharp and bringing bringing something to the table but that's all the time we have for today i had a lot of fun did you have fun i did have fun good perfect (laughs) um check out our other podcasts we got lots of good ones from this semester already we got great ones from last semester and we're just cranking them out and cranking out the good ones and just keep keep on listening listen wherever you get your podcast and we'll see you on the next one